This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Oh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, here with you every single Saturday at 11 for Bumper to Bumper Radio. And we're here to help you with your car, whatever that may be, whether you're need to buy a new one or you had an accident, maybe you need some advice on getting a repair done or uh, just the soccer mom cruising around and have some rattles or noises or going to need to um, get the car maybe spruced up for winter travel, holiday travel. We don't want to have any uh, any issues going to grandma's house through the woods. So anything related to your car, you can give us a call. We can help, help you navigate that. It's 602 602- Two seven seven five eight two seven is six zero two two seven seven K T A R. And if you like to text four one one nine two three, but don't be shy. Again, you can give us a call. Um, if you do want to text, maybe I'll read your text on the show and and uh, answer it there. I might type back to you. I might even type back and ask some questions for clarification, and we can interact that way. Again, that's four one one nine two three. So last week we had uh, the guys from Professional Towing in. Great operation. I. I was a little bit envious. You know, I used to have tow trucks back in the day, and I'm glad to some degree not to have them anymore. But uh, I was just amazed at all the technology improvements from the from the time I had tow trucks in the late 90s, early 2000s until now. Um, you know, one of the things that came up, we talked about it, I think, back in October, Arizona's got a move-over law, and you need to move over. So that what that means is you're going down the highway. Uh, and I guess it applies in this on the road on the surface streets as well, but for safety number one, and just as a courtesy, and it really doesn't matter to me if it's an emergency vehicle. And I, I think the the law states emergency vehicles, but you're supposed to if somebody's on the side of the road, you're supposed to slow down and or move over one of the two. You need to or both, preferably, to give them some space. So it's just a, a something to. Pay attention to, um, now that I say it and you're out and about, you might notice it more or notice other people not doing it. So it's just, it's a safety issue. You know, and there's a lot of these goofy things that we think are goofy, different laws. There's always, I, I think, Carrie, we always see something in January that comes out. The new, all the new things that were voted in, they they come into into effect. And there's, some of them are funny, some of the ones they get rid of. But another one of those things I was talking about today, or, or thinking about today on the way in, it relates a little bit to our lot to a story of a car I want to tell you about, but just in general driving down the road. And in Arizona, there's a tarp your load law. So if you're in a truck, whether it's just your pickup truck and you're going to Home Depot or you're going to the dump or wherever you're going, um, or if you're, it applies to landscapers, anybody towing a trail or anything that's got a load in it, you're supposed to tarp your load. And we've all been behind a truck, stuff flying off of it, gravel hitting your windshield. Um, you know, things, you know, cracking windshields. I think we go through a lot of glass in, in Arizona. Um, but that's the law. It's punishable. It says a person shall not drive or move a vehicle on a highway unless the vehicle is constructed or loaded in a manner to prevent any of its load from dropping, shifting, leaking, otherwise, otherwise escaping the vehicle. That's the Arizona revised statute. So it's just the nice thing to do. You don't want trash all over the place. And I just, you know, you get behind people and you just see that it's just crazy. These trucks, landscapers, just, hey, by the time they get to the dump, the trailer will be empty. You know yeah, what I mean? Like the pond fronds, you don't want to, you want to ditch in your car. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and, and the way I thought that this was important 
you know, we all see a piece of trash on the road, but I want to tell you about a, a car we had at the shop. It was a late model, um, in the late teens, Nissan. So it was, I think, 2017, 100,000 miles or so, something like that. Nice car. Nissan Altima. The woman was driving down the road, and she hit a grocery store bag. Everybody's got one in their house, a little white grocery store bag. We use them for trash or whatever. Well, she hit that. Didn't think anything of it. She may not have even known she hit it. We see it all the time. And uh, so she hits this bag, and then suddenly the check engine light comes on. Car won't move. We get it towed into the shop, and, and we didn't know it hit the bag, obviously, until we got it in the air, but we see this bag partially melted to the catalytic converter. It was all wrapped up in the axle, front axle, but the reason the check engine light came on is because when that bag was whipping around under the car, <laughs> turning around, it grabbed a hold of and yanked a wiring harness for the speed sensor. And then, to take it further, not only did it tear up that wiring harness, but then it got into the axle, axle boot area, and then it actually got sucked into the axle seat where the axle shaft goes into the transmission. Okay, no big deal. It tore up the seal. We need to take the seal out. We need to repair the wiring harness. Uh, so we do that. We go through this process of repairing those things. And, and it was hard to tell how much of the bag material had, you know, got into that bearing where the seal was, but we picked it apart. And, it, you know, it was hard to tell, too, because the bag at that point was melted. So we didn't have, like, a, you know, 100 widgets, and we needed to recover all of those little widgets or pieces of something that came apart and, and went into the uh, transmission. So we picked some stuff out of the bearing and such and uh, start the car up after we put it all back together. No pressure. Transmission won't move. You shift it to drive. There's a fault code for pressure. Hmm. Doesn't make sense. We're just racking our brains. So we want to see how the car's flowing. The bottom line is we took the filter off. This car particular has two filter, and there's bag material in the filter. And then the car has a second filter. This one actually has a pan. So we pull down the pan in the primary filter. There's bag material in there, too. So however this happened... That bag material got ingested into the transmission of the car. The bottom line is, even after changing both of those filters, it still has a failure. So that bag material got ingested into the transmission. And, yeah, technically it should have got caught in the filter, but maybe there's parts of it that don't. Who knows where, where exactly it got introduced. And it's probably in there hung up in a valve or something. So the owner of the car made the insurance claim. And this is the bottom line of the story. You're driving down the road because someone didn't tarp their load. You hit a bag in the street. You don't think it's any big deal. She has a totaled 2017 or whatever that, that Nissan Altima is because that CVT transmission is, I don't know, forget what the estimate was. Let's just say it was $5,000, something like that. Well, her car's totaled. It needs a transmission. Uh, they already spent a couple thousand getting to the point where we got to where we, you know, till we could even figure out if there was anything that's wrong with it. And quite honestly, we had no reason to suspect there's anything wrong with it other than the what we saw visually. So I guess the moral of the story is two things: tarp your load if if you're uh, if you're hauling things, and then second to that, I mean, obviously we want to try and avoid hitting things. I mean, nobody's driving around town like you know you're getting two points, you're running over bags and tire tire uh, debris in the road and such like that. But obviously we want to avoid it. 
I just thought I'd share the story because there's really nothing anybody could do about it um, as far as the owners. Yeah, you know, just the a owner crazy the little thing you see at the at the shop. Yeah, yeah it was just yeah. it was it was it's just odd. It's just yeah. amazing. All the years of fixing stuff, almost thirty years of business, I've never seen such a thing. You run over I, a bag and your car's totaled. Your car's totaled. So now here she is. I guess she could have bought it back and done the salvage and so on and so forth and put a used tra- or put a transmission in it, but. Again, now here's the other problem. Now she's got to go buy another car. You know, interest rates are higher. Used cars are, you know, different now. So just um, something to think about. Just pay attention to the road. Pay attention if you're tarping things, covering, hauling a load, and pay attention when you're driving. We don't want to hit things. So lots to talk about today. Lots of open lines. 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-5827. 5827, and you can text 411923. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Hi, this is Mac, Max Complete Auto Repair in Chandler. Family owned and operated, we've been steering you right with honest, reliable, and trustworthy service since day one. With an AC certified technicians under the hood, your vehicle is in the hands of experts. Plus, our work comes with an unbeatable three years or 50,000 mile warranty. With a commitment to 100% customer satisfaction, we're not just fixing cars, we're building trust. Check us out online at macsautorepairs.com. Towing. You may not need it today, but when you do, you really do. Who do you call? In Arizona, there's one company that stands apart. Professional Towing. Professional Towing has an unwavering dedication to prioritizing customers' needs with transparency, honesty, and integrity. They cover light duty to medium duty and heavy duty transport, guaranteeing top service in all towing categories. Check them out at ProTowingAZ.com or call 480-797-9922 today. Fast, friendly, and reliable. That's Professional Towing. Hi, Spencer Doucet for H&I Automotive. H is for honesty and I is for integrity. It's the only option. We've built our business on those two principles since 2009. We're thankful to our customers and our employees for helping us grow. We appreciate the support and loyalty from the communities that we live in and love in which we are part. Two locations, same principle. Check us out on Main Street in Mesa or on Higley Road in Gilbert. For more information, go to H&IAutomotive.com. Hey guys, Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. It's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. And you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. All righty. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, and we sure hope Santa Claus is coming to town. And if... If you're going out of town to go see Santa, we better make sure that the car is ready to go. So any questions about your car, anything I can help you with today, navigate the ownership of that car, tires, body shop. Maybe you're looking for some gift ideas for the car guy or gal in your family. I mean, you don't even have to 
be a car guy to to get a have a Christmas wish list for your car, whether it's some floor mats or washing materials, anything like that. So whatever you want to talk about, we can do that. Six zero two. 277 5827 at 602-277-KTAR and text 411923. Got a couple messages I'm not going to read right now because it's, it's hard to do. A couple little uh, things to think about, too, and I always think about this time of the year, especially with my sister. Check the hood. Knock on the hood if you park outside. The cats like to crawl up underneath, I think, uh, and get under the hood. We've rescued several of those over at Import Car Specialists and uh, even even kept one that we saved at Virginia Auto Service. Got, had the lady brought the car in and, and heard the, the squeaking under the hood. Well, the squeaking wasn't the belt. It was the poor little kitten hiding in the hiding in the grill area. Got, to, got a ride all the way over from Chandler or something like that to downtown Phoenix. So uh, knock on the hood, scare the cats out of there, and, and uh, there you go. So... Again, plenty of open line, 602-277-5827. Jay and Chandler, <clears throat> 2015 Acura MDXJ. How can we help you today? Yeah. I just want you know, I just purchased this vehicle. It has 60,000 miles on it. Uh, and it, I know it needs a timing belt down the road, but when do you get that? I know it's supposed to be 100,000 or someone like that or and transmission flush and what have you. Uh, since the car is only a 15 and we're in 2023, should I wait until I hit the thousand, the hundred thousand mark, or should it be every 10 years or 10, or, or, um, um, 10 or a hundred? I get everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only, what's the back history in the car? Just, uh, just a little. It's clean. Low, it's low the low one mileage. owner. Mm-hmm. Very Yeah. Low mileage. Yeah. Arizona car. Yes. Yeah. No, it's a California car. California car? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and the question is, you now you want to know more specifically about the timing belt is your main focus? Yeah, I know. I know. I, I have another act and I changed that now. So I just want to know, should I wait for the 10 years or should I wait uh, or, or 100,000 now? Yeah, you know, that's a coin toss. I mean, it depends on how you're going to drive the car. And this is a great call about that. I mean, it, this older I mean, not older. The car's not that old. It's only eight years old. When I say older, the, the Hondas that have a timing belt on them, they, most of them produced now don't have one. But you, if you look in the owner's manual, it's going to tell you 105,000 miles. But then if you look under severe, severe service, it's going to say 60,000 miles. So I think it's a combination of the two. In this case, you might just run that to about 90,000 miles. Would be my guess. I mean, read the owner's manual. It really just depends on the condition. If you if you look at the description of severe maintenance or severe service, it's temperatures consistently above 105 degrees or something like that. And we only read the, meet those requirements about three months out of the year. So the, I always struggle with, especially on the timing belt replacement, um, going back, you know, that, that back and forth. I, I have never seen a factory original Honda timing belt break. Ever. So that's one thing to take into consideration. The other thing is when you're doing the timing belt on that car, you're going to replace the water pump. And there's some other items that go along with that. 
So depending on the condition of the cooling system, that might also make me deviate from that. If my cooling system needs maintenance and service, that's something that can wear out with time and not just mileage. And those two services would typically correlate together, the time belt water pump along with the the cooling system service. So um, I'm thinking that I would probably run that out to about 90,000 miles. You've got lots of time to think about it, both by mileage and by years. Um, 10 years, 2015, you're still, you guys still have a ways. You would go off the manufacture date on the car, not necessarily the model year, if you really wanted to, to drill that down some, uh, Daniel. But that, that's how I would look at that. I'd be thinking, you know, that, that, um, you know, 90-ish. Um, I think 60 is aggressive. Uh, way too aggressive, you'd probably be just fine at 105. One of the other things on that Acura MDX that you want to think about, too, is a valve adjustment. Uh, we see a lot of those when they come in with the higher, you know, above 60, 70, 80,000 miles. They'll come in and they'll have what people say is an oxygen sensor code, a lean code. And everybody thinks, oh, I need a new oxygen sensor. I don't know how many V6 Hondas and Acuras have come into the shop with brand new oxygen sensors and a lean condition code. Everybody says it's the oxygen sensor code. It's no such thing as the oxygen sensor code necessarily. Um, but the valves get out of adjustment on those cars. And the, the bad thing about it is the owner's manual from Honda says, adjust the valves with an asterisk only when noisy. Well, they get noisy when they get loose. They get tight. They cause the check engine light to come on. So the manual is a bit flawed there. So, Daniel, with that accurate, you're going to want to be looking at a, um, you know, a valve adjustment probably around that somewhere in that 90,000 mile range too. So 602. 602- Two seven seven five eight two seven. That's the number six zero two two seven seven K T A R. And if you like to text four one one nine two three, and I'll get to a couple of those text messages since I'm not getting any love on the telephone today. Um, let's see my current mileage. My nephew is interested in a career as an automotive technician. What path would you recommend for him uh, so that employers are interested? Besides not showing up to work. <laughs> Stoned. What does he need to do to stand out? Okay, so if your nephew, anybody out there, auto repair, any trade, you know, trades are a great, great trade, great business to have, great uh, job to have, great career. So if you're interested in cars, I mean, if you've got some natural talent or some knack, or you have that interest, that's the first and foremost. Then you've got to have the ability to do it. I think about. You know, maybe 40% of the guys or gals that go through school actually come out and can do that as a job. So you want to make sure you have the interest in it. I would definitely get into Glendale Community College or Gateway or Evit or uh, depending on, I don't know his age, but if there's a high school program like Metro Tech, get into that as soon as possible. And then get out to the shop in your neighborhood. You know, if you have a local repair shop that you do, that you work with, probably preferably a shop like you'd find on Bumper to Bumper Radio, an independent repair shop, not a big franchise. And I think, you know, the sad thing, a lot of us, I'm 53, I started off working at the gas station on the corner over there, you know, 32nd Street and Shea or Cactus and, 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 uh, where a lot of guys did, and we grew up in the gas station. You started by pumping gas or sweeping the floor, and you just kind of grow through that. Then you start to learn how to repair tires and 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 such. So it's a little bit different. We don't have that gas station as we don't have the gas station as the proving ground anymore for um for the. Um, for technicians or for kids to just come up and learn, uh, learn what's going on with the car. So 
get in a shop, say, I want to work in a shop, whatever I can do to get in. I have a guy that I hired three months ago. He doesn't have any auto repair experience, but he wants to have the experience. He's coming in, and what we told him is you learn the shop by cleaning it. And we keep a clean shop, but that, and, and he, you know, I had to explain it to him a couple times, but it's the most, it's the, it's a basic fundamental. Our shop has to be immaculately clean. So if you're a technician there, you have to understand what the definition of clean means, first of all. So we start with the shop and we take you around and, and make sure. Now we, you know, after a busy summer, things get out of, you know, a little, little frayed, a little bit shoveled. So, but he came in and he learned where everything belongs. He learned what the standard is to keep it cleaned, and then now he'll start graduating up. We'll teach him small things, and then he'll go get enrolled in school. I like the Metro Techs, the uh, the vocational programs in the high schools. I like the community colleges. I did hear the story in the, that they're a little bit more expensive than what I originally thought, but the nice thing about the automotive programs at the community colleges, still have to have math, still have to have English, you can't be some Neanderthal and be an automotive technician. You still have to understand even more so math. We're using lab scopes. We're using all kinds of high-tech digital electronics and waveform capturing. I mean, it's more complex than some of the equipment in some hospitals. So you can't just send the dummies down to auto shops. You really, you really need – that's what I like about that program, though. You get more of a well-rounded. Now, you also have the Arizona Automotive Institute, the UTIs. Those are great. They're a for-profit school. Can't knock them for it. That's their business. Um, but I think there's a model there where they they kind of churn them out. If you're willing to pay, they'll 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 take you. And maybe I need to be careful with how I state that. But um, but those are the different programs. So, but uh, that's the long answer to the short question of how do you get get in the industry. Well, like you said, you get your foot in the door somewhere. You learn how the shop does it, then you you, you see if you like it. Yeah, and make sure it's something you want to do before right. you go sign up for you know potentially fifty thousand exactly. dollars a school or or whatever it is, and, and make sure you really want to work in the shop. I mean, it's a it's a rewarding job. It's fun to yeah. do, um, especially if you like working on cars. I mean, you can fix your own stuff. You can customize things. I mean, it's I like the fact I can go to work in the morning. Even when I was a technician, I had something in front of me that was broken. It didn't work. I always got the pleasure out of fixing what the problem was and knowing that at the exactly. end of the day, I that didn't work. It's done and now it does, now it works. Yeah, it didn't you work. Pull the motor and there it goes. Yeah, it didn't oh, yeah. work. Now it does. You take some pride in that and the job and the professionalism. So um, there you go. We need more technicians. There is a big shortage of automotive technicians. So if you have a good technician and a good shop, you should you should stick with them. And if you're looking for a career in the in the automotive industry, now is a excellent time to get in. Lots of neat things happening over the next several years. So we're going to take a break. We've got some open lines, 602-277-5827. And entertain me at the break, 411-923 for your text messages. Be right back. Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurt's Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record. And I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurt's, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our customers. Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. 
It's back. Bunker to Bunker, the golf show's New Year's Celebration Golf Tournament, presented by Shady Ray Sunglasses, is on Saturday, January 13th at the challenging Otham North Course at the Talking Stick Golf Club. It's a ton of fun and loaded with special prizes, awards, and breakfast. It even includes a coupon for a second round of golf, all for just $130. The two-person scramble event benefits the Tunnel of Towers Foundation and is open to the public. Space is limited, so register today at BunkerGolf.com. Glenn at Goodwork. Auto Repair here. For 19 years, we have served the East Valley at the 101 and Broadway in Tempe. We have 15 service bays to accommodate you, your car, truck, or hybrid with convenient drop-off and pickups. And we offer a five-year, 60,000-mile part and labor warranty on repairs, one of the best warranties in the state. But we don't just fix your car. We treat you like family. Experience old-fashioned service the way it should be. Visit our website at goodworksautorepair.com to book your appointment today. I own a rare 1936 Rolls-Royce Phantom 3 that's been in my family for years. Needless to say, it's precious to me. When I decided to get it professionally detailed, I checked out all the reviews and gave Scott Drummond at Showcase Mobile Detailing a call. Their mobile service is super convenient. They're always on time and bring their own sterilized water for interior and exterior detailing. They even do engine cleaning. I'm Jeff, and I now use Showcase for all my family's vehicles. Check them out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com. Breaking news is always first. always first on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News time is 1130. I'm Troy Barrett. Food service workers at Sky Harbor International Airport have filed a discrimination complaint against their contractor. The complaint against concessions company SSP America alleges that black and Latino workers make substantially less than white co-workers. The workers have been on strike and held several walkouts over additional concerns of poor conditions and low wages. The Arizona Dental Cares Foundation is hosting its 11th annual Arizona Dental Mission of Mercy event today. More than 300 volunteer dentists and 1,200 skilled support staff will be offering free dental care today until 4 o'clock. It's at Veterans Memorial Coliseum at the Arizona State Fairgrounds. Adults and children can get critical dental work done on a first-come, first-served basis. For more information, visit azdacares.org. It is time to get a check on traffic now, live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's Jessica Welch. We have a disabled vehicle in the center lane on northbound I-17 north of Jomex that is causing a backup starting at about Happy Valley Road. Cleanup crews are allowing you to pass, so stay left to get around it. On the surface streets, we have a crash at Central Avenue and Thunderbird Road, 67th Avenue and Thunderbird Road, and 100. 7th Avenue and Van Buren Street. That's your Valley Traffic. Jessica Welch, KTAR News. KTAR weather for the Valley. Sunny today and a little bit breezy. We'll get a high of 69 for this afternoon. Clear and chilly tonight with light winds and a low of 45 heading into Sunday morning. Sunday looks pretty nice. A little bit breezy, though, with a high of 71. Afternoon highs all next week in the low 70s. Plenty of sunshine, just a few clouds and breezy conditions from Monday through Friday. Right now it's 61 in Gilbert. Weather is brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. News, traffic, and weather 24-7 with traffic updates every six minutes weekday mornings on Arizona's only all-news morning show. Arizona gets its news from Arizona's news station. KTAR News on your radio at 92.3 FM and streaming live on the KTAR News app. 
Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Two venues, one mission. Honor American heroes. The Patriot All-America returns to Wigwam Golf Club and thanks to the City of Surprise, the Thunderbolt will be hosted at Sterling Grove Golf and Country Club December 29th through the 31st. Don't miss this opportunity to catch these future stars face off in a collegiate bowl-like tournament. General admissions free or experience the action at both tournaments with an all-inclusive VIP ticket. Proceeds benefit Folds of Honor and the West Valley Mavericks Foundation. For tickets and info, go to PatriotAllAmerica.com. Relationships matter. People do business with people they know and trust. In these crazy times, it's even more important that you can count on folks you know and can depend on to do your automotive repair maintenance the right way. Someone who has a proven track record and stands behind their work. People that will work with you to make sure your vehicles are going to remain on the road safely and efficiently for you and your family or business. No mysteries, just honest professional care. We're Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends since 1994. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Hi, Greg Ellis, host of the Bunker to Bunker Golf Show. Are you looking for a competitive edge for your game? Check out Shady Rays, the premium polarized sunglasses backed by a lost or broken 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. For golfers, there's the new Green Wolf Shades, the first sunglasses built specifically for golf. Use the promo code B2B and get 30% off at the Kierlin Commons location in Scottsdale. Trucks, minivans, SUVs. You're covered bumper to bumper on KTAR News. All right, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11. And just a reminder, just a reminder. I'm here for an hour on Saturdays, a little bit longer, but 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have BumperToBumperRadio.com. You can go there and you'll find uh, the old shows. If there's a topic or something you really want to try and learn about or listen to, thought you heard something, you can search the old shows and listen to those there. You'll also find shops that you can go to in your neighborhood or maybe near your office or your or home or both. Body shops, detail shops, storage, all kinds of stuff related to cars. So we've got you covered there. That's at BumperToBumperRadio.com. And when you're navigating through there, you're going to find shops like Champs Family Automotive. Uh, two great shops, East Valley, or West Valley, Goodyear and Surprise. Well-equipped, well-trained. They do diesel. They do import. They do domestic. They do everything handle. And even RVs. I was out at their place last time I was out there. I mean, the place is just, especially this time of year down there in, in, uh, in, uh, off of I 10 there. I'm just, I can't, total brain fart Good there, year. Goodyear, that's what it was. Yeah. Goodyear. I've just, I'm, I'm picturing it down there. Sure. But down in Goodyear, the, the lot was full of, of motorhomes and stuff. And I know there's a lot of, a lot of people out there that have motorhomes right now. So we're going to get to some phones here. I see Daniel still on hold, but we've got Mariah. Maria and Susan and Buckeye in open lines at 602-277-5827. Susan's got a 2005 Ford F-250. Susan, how can we help you today? 
Yeah, hi, good morning. So we uh, had our truck in the shop for uh, various things and um, were told that we needed to replace the upper front ball joints and um, a tie rod. So we had those replaced and picked the truck up and the steering was really, really, really scary. Um, the wheel wouldn't center itself back after you turned a corner. The, the tires kind of get locked in the direction you turn the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hit a bump in the road, it kind of bumps the tires either to the right or to the left, and you're kind of fighting the steering the whole time. Oh, wow. So we took it back. We took it back, and, 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 I, like, and I have horses, so I need to be able to tell my horses, which there was no way I was going to sure. tell my horses when the, I, my steering was out of control. So took it back, and um, the guy told us that we just needed to go drive on bumpy roads for 300 miles, and it would all be back to normal. So um, (laughs) it's been about 300 miles. I don't know if I've hit enough potholes and bumps yet, but um, it's much improved, but going at higher speeds, uh, 60, 65, 70 on the freeway, if I hit a bump, those tires kind of lock to the right or to the left, and you go to correct it, and it corrects the other way. And even the drafts from the semi-trucks will kind of push your car, you know, and it'll it'll kind of push those tires, and they get locked. So the steering feels out of control to me, and I don't feel uh, it's nerve-wracking, and and I can't tow my horses for sure. Right, I got you. I didn't know if that's normal. Is that normal? No, 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 it's not normal. I mean, (laughs) I mean, it, it... I struggle a lot of times. I mean, if if the car was brand new, it didn't act like that. And Ford didn't say when it was right. brand new, hey, drive this on rough roads until it breaks in. So something's not right with that story. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to, I don't know all the information, I haven't seen the truck, but, you know, sometimes like, oh, just drive it and see if it resets itself, that's that's code language for I don't really know, or I'm really busy and I don't want to deal with this right now, and we'll deal with it when it comes yeah. back. Um, there's something happening, something's wrong there. Now, when you went in and they had that work, did you have any complaints of anything wrong with the vehicle, um, and they just noticed this thing by doing a vehicle inspection, and then now you have a symptom? Or was there something happening before that caused you to go get that stuff fixed? There, there was nothing with my steering. It was actually a, um, uh, it was some, like a rear differential pinion seal mm-hmm. leak and a crankshaft, rear crankshaft seal leak. Right. Um, we actually took it in for the leaks. Um, which were fixed, and then they said, "Oh, by the way, you need ball joints okay. and tie rods." Well, and so then it was after, and we actually had the work done two different days, so uh-huh. the leaks were corrected one time, and then we took it back for the ball joints, and that's when I had the steering issue. Okay. Well, I, I think at this point now you've done what you need to do as far as driving the car. It's time to go back to that shop, and and they need to re, they need to reevaluate it. There's no reason that you should have to drive and break that in or or anything like that um, that I'm aware of. I mean, I had a 2005 excursion, which is the same thing from the front seat forward as that truck, and um, put ball joints in it, and I didn't have to do that. So, a couple things that you might do just before you go in for your own sake. It sounded like you had a rod put on it if they really messed up depending on which one it was they could have got the steering not recentered so have the steering wheel in the position that it would be in going straight down the road and then go full left 
all the way to the lock and see how many turns that is, and go to the right, or go back to center and go full lock to the right. Let's at least make sure we have two and a half or three turns. Whatever it is, I don't care what the number is, as long as it's equal both sides. That would be my starting point. Other than that, when you go, when they go back to the shop, they're going to have to disconnect the steering arms from the spindles, and then you can turn the wheel with nothing else attached to it, no steering attached to it. And if that's binding up, I suspect that the ball joint is binding up. It's not either not installed right or it's defective. I, I don't know. Possibly the alignment could be off, but there's not a whole lot to adjust in that alignment. So, um, Susan, yeah, I, I just get it back to them. They, they need to take a look at it and fix it for you. I'd really love to know what's wrong, what the fix was once you get to that. So um, good luck with that. And, again, follow up with me, please. We're going to go with uh, Mar- Mariah or Maria in Levine, 2000 Nissan Pathfinder, 2006. How can we help you today, Maria? Yes, uh, we had our timing chain uh, replaced because mm-hmm. they had said that uh, – because it was making a noise like a lawnmower, like, yeah. you know. And, uh-huh. and so he said that's what we needed. Well, like a month went by, and he said, like, like, like they said, you know, it, could, it was still doing it. Mm-hmm. So I took it back, and then he said, well, let me let me look at it again. And they said they put something in backwards. I don't know what they did, but it was like $2,800 that I paid for it. Mm-hmm. And um, they fixed it, and it was fine for three months, but we're back to the lawnmower sound again. Well, and so and so I, I told them and they said, well, maybe now it's something else. I go, well, wait a minute. I, go, I took it in for that reason. But it feels like it's like it moves, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, but it just sounds like a lawnmower. And, it, and it's only 101,000 miles on it. Yeah, that's pretty, it's a, pretty low miles for a timing chain. Is that the four liter V6? Yes, yeah. Yes. OK, well, <laughs> yeah, they those do go bad. I don't know. You know what parts they used. Um, I do have some experience with those. We had one that um, kicked our butt, quite honestly, a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, it got we got involved with it from another shop that had done it, and we had some reoccurring problems. And it turns out that the timing chain kit that we were using was just not a good kit. Yeah, that, Very, they did say that. Yeah. They did say that when we took it the first time, and they they did say that, and they they said they did it right the second time. Okay. Okay. But like I said, it, it's still, and I like to get it checked because the car, like I said, it has little miles. It's clean. It's it's almost new. So I hardly use it, but yeah. I like to get it fixed. I don't want to go yeah, buy another car. So what we ended up doing after we redid the one that we did twice is we ended up going with just factory original equipment parts, um, which we typically okay. would do on certain things. But this, particular, I'm not going to say the brand because it's still a good brand. It just wasn't a good brand yeah. for this particular engine combination. But if they put a timing kit in it, it's important when you're doing the timing chain. You want to do the timing chain, the tensioner, the guides, the gears, everything in this in the kit. And for about twenty eight hundred dollars, it seems like that that seems to be an appropriate price um, for the work. So it sounds to me, based on the price, that they replaced all the components. So I think yeah, Maria, it's just yeah, a matter yeah. of going into the shop. Hopefully, it appears that they sound to be reasonable um just you got to go back in and say you know don't give them the green light to fix it if they're say, yeah it could possibly be somebody something else but if that's at my yeah. shop i think i have to do my due diligence to some degree to prove that it's not something i worked on i'm gonna if it's got the same noise that it had when it came in yeah. the noise got cured by my repair 
And then it went, you know, then it had the problem again. And then they did a redid the repair and the noise is cured. And now the noise is back. It's clearly not something else unless they missed something possibly that should have been done. So I think you just need to get it back to them. Let them diagnose the car, figure out what's wrong with it. Tell them don't, don't spend any of my money until we talk. And then, um, and then have them present it to you and see what they say. And, 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 uh, but the lawnmower sound, it sounds like a chiming, though. Is, that, is yeah, that only like a... Yeah, I mean, lawnmower sound, I think of noisy exhaust when you say that. But I think what you're hearing when you start the car, you just hear this rattling yes. noise. Yes, and it's what's happening potentially. It's just the timing chain slapping against one of the guides. There should be some neoprene or plastic uh, lining on those guides, and those break off at times. Or maybe the timing chain tensioner is loose and just doesn't have enough tension on it. So that's what you're going to have to be looking at so again this is another one where i'd love to have a follow-up to know what they found but just work with the shop and then um hopefully they can bring some satisfaction and some closure to it if not follow up with me again we can get you some advice so we're going to take a quick break uh we got kelsey and surprise we've got some text messages to answer and maybe some open lines at 602-277-5827 are you tired of wasting time and money on a subpar car wash the interior isn't clean and there are water spots all over your ride? Hi, I'm Marcus, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Two great shops designed to come to you with a five-star rated wash and detail, including reverse osmosis water to make your ride shine like new. Yep, that's right. No more wasting time or money for a bad car wash. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. Towing. You may not need it today, but when you do, you really do. Who do you call? In Arizona, there's one company that stands apart. Professional Towing. Professional Towing has an unwavering dedication to prioritizing customers' needs with transparency, honesty, and integrity. They cover light duty to medium duty and heavy duty transport, guaranteeing top service in all towing categories. Check them out at ProTowingAZ.com or call 480-797-9922 today. Fast, friendly, and reliable. That's Professional Towing. All righty, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, here with you every single Saturday at 11. And we've got some text messages we're going to answer real quick. Maybe some phone, definitely some phone calls. You know, I want to touch back real quick on the, the person that said their son or their nephew wanted to get in the into the auto repair business or, you know, the trade um, as a technician. And uh, I, I missed one of the questions is what does he need to do to stand out? 
And, and I think, and I don't think, I know, this goes for any job, whether it's in the auto repair business or McDonald's for that matter. You got to be on time. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. You got to be on time. You should be there, shirt tucked in, neat, your belt on if you wear a belt, shoes tied, not sloppy, your pants hanging down and halfway down your butt crack hanging out and, you know, hair all disheveled and some, you know, concert t-shirt on or something like that. Dress the part that you're, you know, for the shop, um, clean, on time, prepared, have your application, have your resume, have a pen, have a piece of paper, a notepad, ask questions, do your research. Get on the shop's website, read the reviews, find out about the services they provide. Do your homework and then be in there and stand tall, firm handshake, look people in the eyes, speak up, speak clearly, and, and, and that's what you need to do to stand out. Because if you do those things, half these kids under 25 years old can't even do those those things. So that's uh, for the uh, for someone whose nephew wanted to get into the, 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 a career in the auto repair business. Um, Matt, need name of some recommended shops in Tempe, Channel, or Albuquerque. Well, if you go to bumper-to-bumperradio.com, there's some options there. Max Auto Repair um, down there in, right off the Albuquerque area. you got Good Works in Tempe, and then you've got Acura Automotive in Mesa, Tempe area as well. And, of course, you can go to bumper-to-bumperradio.com. So I'm going to get to a phone call here. Where are we? We've got Rose in Scottsdale, 2019 GMC Acadia. Rose, how can we help you with your car today? Hey, um, this isn't a help. Uh, I, you asked me to follow up when I oh. got fixed to let you know what had happened. I called and I was I would put my car into park, but it wouldn't turn off. Oh yeah. It would c- continue to tell me that I needed to park my car. Uh-huh. So, I needed a shift box. Okay. And cable. And and cable and I guess it's something that, you know, GMC has. Uh-huh. Um is is known for that problem. Okay. So, yeah, cool. So, yeah, I'd so, like to know. Yeah, I think sometimes they call that a shift box or maybe a Prindle switch, a park neutral switch. So I'm, I'm assuming what was happening, did they say, was that I think the computer was probably not recognizing that the car was actually shifted to park, and, and that's why yeah. it wouldn't shut off? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Well, well, good. I'm glad you were able to get that fixed, and I appreciate the follow-up and letting us know know what it was. I, no I, rem- I remembered that one as soon as you mentioned it. So I, I okay. always appreciate the follow-up. So thank you. Thank you, Rose, for that. So let's see here. Let's get to Phil in Phoenix. Phil's got a uh, 2002 Dodge Ram 1500 pickup. Phil, how can we help you today? How you doing, guys? Fantastic. What's up? I have a problem with my truck as far as the oil sending unit. I guess that's what it's called to where I had my motor rebuilt. Uh-huh. And ever since I got it back, every time I stop at a stoplight, the oil gauge drops down to zero where it indicates that the light says check gauges. Uh-huh. Now, I changed that. Uh, I guess it's called an endos- uh, the oil sending unit. Oil pressure sending unit. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I changed that to a dealership one. And it lasted about two months. Mm-hmm. So is it something that the mechanic did or this light is actually driving me or the bump, the the noise is driving me crazy every time oh, I stop? So now it makes a noise, right? 
That's that's what I was going to ask you. So it drops down to no oil pressure, and there's a noise associated with no oil pressure? No, it's just you hear the dinging. Oh, that ding. Okay. Okay, so there's it's no... I got you. So that's the alarm or the warning to check gauges. So, well, one thing yeah. that you need to do, and I'm going to assume that when they rebuilt the engine, they put a new oil pressure sending unit and probably an aftermarket one. It's possible yeah. that you got a defective, you know, one that uh, from the dealer that that didn't didn't last for whatever reason. I mean, it's an electrical okay. mechanical part, so of course it can fail. But before I'm going to replace that, um, I'm going to do an oil pressure test, and I think, in a, and I don't know if that's something you're capable of doing. Um, yeah, sure, you can change the oil pressure sensor, but when you have that sensor out, you need to get a mechanical oil pressure gauge and hook up okay. to the to the port. And you want to do it cold. There's different specifications for oil when it's cold versus warm. And you want to watch a warm-up cycle. So start it ice cold and see what that oil pressure is on the on your mechanical gauge. And, and red, see what it is and let it warm up. And you can even go drive it and make sure. Let's make sure we don't actually have a mechanical problem. If the oil okay. pressure from the engine mechanically with a mechanical gauge is good, I guess I would go ahead and put a new sensor in there just because I don't know that there's a lot of testing that can be done on that. You'd have to look up and see what the specs were at, at a certain pressure, at static, what the resistance should be. Uh, but that would okay. be a good guess. I mean, anytime we're going to pull an oil pressure sensor out, we're not going to put the used one back in. However, right. you know, especially this one's six months old. So bottom line is you can put a new one in, but if you have no oil pressure, you have no oil pressure. If you've got a good oil pressure and it doesn't actually drop to zero, then I would go ahead and put another new sensor in. The dealership would probably warranty it for you. Take a receipt in, get them to warranty it. You're going to want your VIN number and some other stuff like that. Um, sure. And then see what happens. You still could have a problem with the instrument cluster. Uh, there's a body control module or some other different modules that control those gauges. So you could still have an issue there. But we need to, first and foremost, we need to eliminate the possibility of a mechanical problem before we start chasing uh, something in the electronics. So good luck with that, Daniel. And Kelsey in Surprise, 2015 Honda. How can we help you today, Kelsey? Hi. Um, I took my Honda in about two, maybe three weeks ago because it was, it was, it felt like it was, didn't want to start in the morning. And then after I drove around for a while, uh, you know, I parked it and I did whatever in the grocery store or something, I would get back in and it started up, you know, good. So I took it there, they said I needed a new battery, so they gave me a new battery, and since the day I brought it home, it still, in the morning, sounds like it doesn't want to start. It doesn't make a clicking noise or anything, it just kind of, it sounds like it's not wanting to start. So, is, could that be the alternator, or do you think I should just, I, I don't want to, I'm afraid of getting ripped off, I'm sorry. Right. Well, I, so, I guess... The first thing is we need to make sure it's got a working charging system. If the battery is weak because the alternator is not properly restoring the battery or maintaining the battery voltage, that would need to be corrected first. A lot of times you're going to have a battery light come on on a Honda if it's got a bad alternator, but we need to do a test of that. And if the alternator is testing fine, the battery doesn't have any, you could have a parasitic draw on the battery drawing down the battery so that it's weak because there's something causing it to get weak. Um, that would be something we'd look at. And then we need to do an amp draw test on the starter to make sure the starter is not drawing too many amps 
and making it seem like you have a weak battery when you really don't. So you need to just get it back to the shop, hopefully. Um, where, where are you in surprise? Ch- Champs Family Auto. You heard me mention them at the, at the break, at the half-hour point. I'd go check those guys okay. out. It's called Champ, Champs Family Automotive. Champ. Yeah. Champ. Family. Auto. Yep. Um, if it is the, let's just say, worst case scenario, because isn't that the next thing you would, the, if it's the alternator, what do you believe would be a fair price for no, God. replacing uh, uh, What kind of Honda is it? Honda what? Civic. Civic? Yeah. $500? I mean, you know, sometimes an alternator in a car, too, you can, it's like buying whiskey. Or vodka. You can get a good quality Honda, you know, Nippon Denza or Japanese made alternator, or you can get one from Acme Auto Parts. Like you can get the the good whiskey, or you can get the rock gut vodka. Uh, no, no, no. Not, I want the good. Uh, yeah. I want the good whiskey. Yeah, you want the good whiskey. Good, good for you. I do too. So a few hundred dollars, five to seven hundred dollars would be my guess. But let's not speculate because no matter how much it is, if you don't need it, it's too much money. So don't let the fear of what it might cost get in the way of really finding out what's wrong with your car. I got to answer a quick test message. I'm going to do it really fast. Someone wants to know the dealer or the discount tire said they need tires. The dealer says they can wait 10,000 miles. They're going on a trip to Vegas for Christmas. I will tell you like I tell everybody else in the summertime, you're putting your family in that car. You're loading it down. You're adding extra weight. 10,000 miles. Those tires don't owe you a dime. They don't owe you anything. Put a new set of tires on it and have peace of mind and enjoy your your trip to Vegas, whoever sent that text. So thanks for listening, everybody. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. See you next week.